Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde. What's up, Florida fans, and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we're going to discuss some Florida basketball with Graham Hall from the Gainesville Sun. I will get his thoughts on Florida's loss to Kentucky, where they're at heading into the tournament, and the latest on Kerry Blackshear Jr. And I'll also bring you some comments from Gators coach Mike White from his media session Tuesday. But let's start with Graham Hall from the Gainesville Sun. Here was my conversation with him this week. We're now joined by Graham Hall from the Gainesville Sun to discuss this Gators basketball team as they head into the SEC tournament, looking to bounce back after a regular season-ending loss to Kentucky at home, and definitely a difficult one to swallow as they head to Nashville. Graham will discuss Mike White's press conference, the latest on Kerry Blackshear, and what the Gators will need to do to get it turned around in the tourney. Graham, welcome into Locked On Gators. How's it going, my friend? Hey, Zach. It's good to be here. Like I say, every time you do a great job, I'm always Honored to be here. It's my pleasure. Definitely a difficult pill to swallow, uh, that Kentucky game. Supposed to be Florida senior day. Uh, they actually were favored by three and a half. And Kentucky themselves had some drama. They had to leave point guard Ashton Hagens at home. And the drama didn't stop once the game started. John Calipari, I thought he was going to get ejected. So did he. He was headed for the tunnels with a little bit over 12 minutes remaining. And the Gators having a double-digit lead. And he actually was able to come back out there. And Emmanuel quickly, who fouled out with a little bit over nine minutes remaining in that game, one of 18 points at one point. You think that they're going to a statement victory over the SEC's regular season champ, who was number six in the country and has a chance at picking up a number one seed on Selection Sunday. But they don't. They actually collapse in multiple ways. First, the biggest news, I, I think, aside from that, was the main reason was that Kerry Blackshear Jr., hurt his wrist early in the game, had to exit before halftime, did try and play in the second half, was only able to play three minutes, but he has been diagnosed with a sprained wrist. He's not practicing all week in his questionable four second-round matchup that the Gators now have. It looked like Florida, if they had won that game, would have preserved the number two spot in the SEC tournament and got that crucial double bye, but that's not the case. They're going to have to play an extra game, and they may be without their starting big man, a guy who's been so crucial for Florida this season, their second leading scorer and leading rebounder, they may not have him. He hasn't been able to pick up a basketball since that Kentucky game. It's going to be a pain and a flexibility issue, said Coach Mike White. But I think he would believe that he's going to do everything in his power to try and go in Nashville because when you look at who's behind him, Florida does not really have a proven big man on the roster, or at least one who's been able to show that they can play 20, 25 consistent minutes, which is something that Kerry Blackshear gives you every single night and more. So Florida has a little bit of uh, anxiety heading into the SEC tournament on their hands, Zach. And then obviously Kerry Blackshear going down was was really difficult to see on senior day. But the diagnosis on his injury, I guess positive. What's the latest on where he's at and having him go through that injury, how is that going to affect Florida's ability to try and make a run here? Well, it's going to be huge, absolutely, especially, of course, if he can't play. Like I said, he can't pick up a basketball, and they're not going to have him practice all week. He's in a whole lot of pain, but he's a guy who's very tough and keeping it to himself. I know that he was motivated and very hurt by the way it ended in that Kentucky game, and especially you know your regular season finale. He had 
more than 10 family members and friends there in attendance for what was going to be his final regular season game. And to have it end that way, I think he's extremely motivated to rebound from that and not let that be the end, whether it's now or if Florida does make the NCAA tournament, which I think they obviously would like to pick up a win in the SEC tournament to really assure them of that and get the 20 wins and be that fourth bid in the SEC that we've been talking about. But without Trey Blackshear Jr., that's going to be extremely, extremely difficult because the ball movement, Florida's offense goes through him completely at times. That if he is out, that Florida's offense changes immensely in terms of how versatile they can be. They're really going to need some of these freshmen like Omar Payne or Jason Jatobo or Redshirt Jr. Dante Bassett, who has battled through a whole lot of injuries to really be right here and, and ready to play big minutes for Florida if counted on. If, if he's able to do that right now, that's huge for Florida. But absolutely, Florida's offense is, loses some dimensions if he's not out there, Zach. We're speaking with Graham Hall from the Gainesville Sun. Graham, after the game on Saturday, Mike White was definitely not happy with the result. He didn't say there was much that he felt good about despite the career high from Scotty Lewis and some of the other things that they did well in the first half. Where was he at on Tuesday's press conference as they hit to Nashville and tried to regroup once again after a devastating loss? I think he did seem um, a little bit nervous. And when you get a diagnosis like that about one of your most important, if not your most important player right now, I think that you're generally going to want to see them as soon as possible to know what you're dealing with. So if you really can get a sense of whether you think they're going to play or not and prepare for that. And that time would need to start right away in Tuesday's practice session for the Gators, if Terry Blackshear was still facing a whole lot of pain and it didn't seem like he was going to be able to go 48 hours later from that, I think that the time would be nice for Florida to absolutely prepare Dante Bassett or Omar Payne or Jason Jatobo. I mean, all those guys are going to play more than 10 minutes a game if Terry Blackshear cannot go. But I think you need to mentally prepare one of those guys to play big minutes and also hold them out, in a sense, uh, from a fatigue standpoint in practice to make sure that they have extremely fresh legs. So Mike White definitely was feeling a little bit nervous. But one thing I'll say, this is not the first time that Kerry Blackshear has faced an injury of this season. Everyone remembers in the LSU game when Florida went to Baton Rouge, they lost on the buzzer beater. That game was only close, in a sense, one, because of the 10-point comeback, and because Kerry Blackshear was able to battle through a stomach virus, and they had plane difficulties the night before, but he was able to battle through a stomach virus that hurt him throughout the entire game and kept him out of shoot-around, and he wasn't, really wasn't feeling good enough to play until about 20 to 30 minutes before tip-off. They were preparing to play Jason Jatobo and, and Omar Payne significant minutes and, and most likely start Omar Payne. So this is a guy who, despite feeling some pain, if he's able to play even at 50%, he's going to give it a go. If you had to tell me right now, Zach, my gut prediction would tell you that I think Kerry Blackshear Jr. does start in the SEC tournament, but I don't think he can give you more than 20 minutes in a game. And so regardless, they got to count on either one of these freshmen or Dante Bassett, who I've been saying all along, has been able to play, has done a much better job in improving defensively. He draws charges well. A guy who can clean up for you on the glass. Doesn't bring the offensive versatility and shooting touch that Kerry Blackshear does but certainly a guy who's able to give you quality minutes, if possible. And you gave us your thoughts on Dante. Where are you at on Omar Payne, Graham? Because we saw him obviously get a lot more minutes with Kerry Blackshear going down. He made some plays on the offensive end, but really struggled defensively against Nick Richards, and he hasn't been getting as many minutes 
since his breakout performance against Auburn. What are your thoughts about where he's at right now, kind of how his freshman season has gone, and the opportunity that may be there now with Blackshear Limited? I think that Omar Payne, you've seen flashes of greatness in that Auburn game, cleaning up on the glass. He played extremely, extremely hard, and, and maybe some of that was Dante Bassett returning or Jason developing to a point where he was going to start taking some of his minutes, but that was the, one of the hardest games that we've seen Omar Payne play, and really the fact is he's not giving that 100% of the time, and that has been something that Mike White has struggled to get out of him because they've seen in practice when he really exerts himself and he really pushes himself, he can be absolutely brilliant. But and this is nothing out of the ordinary. I'm not trying to call Omar Payne out or anything. He's going through what many freshman experiences. Often you have to realize that even when you're tired, when fatigue sets in, even when you're playing 31 games in a regular season and you've gone through so many practices and, and class on top of it and you're tired, that sometimes you're going to have to push yourself to keep running. And, and as a big man, sometimes that can be a little tougher than some of these guys like Scotty Lewis and Trey Mann, who have been told their whole lives that they better distinguish themselves by running full force nonstop. Omar Payne is a guy who right now, once he gets the conditioning down and gets his motor out and ready to go, like a guy like Kavarius Hayes, he's going to be extremely effective at both ends. But right now, it's going to be hard to expect that out of him right now. But Mike White and the Gators have been preparing him due to some attrition in the front court to play a big role right now, and, and he has embraced that as much as the 18-year-old I really think is capable of doing at, at this point. And then final question for you, Graham, as the Gators head to Nashville and we find out who they'll face and how things are going to play out these next couple rounds, where do you think this team is at, man? I mean, what do you think this loss to Kentucky, the way that they ended the season, what it does to their psyche and their confidence – as they have to deal with another low point in their, in their year. It really is. This could be a make-or-break moment for this team, and, and they've had multiple ones throughout the season, and I think they've responded really well. This is a team that has been resilient at times, but without Kerry Blackshear, just simply let's look at it. What can we ask or expect of this team? Because outside of Blackshear, if he can't play, Dante Bassett is the only upperclassman in the nine-man rotation that Florida will have available. You're talking eight guys who are 18 or 19 years old going into the NCAA tournament, which, let's be honest, Zach, every single year, veteran leadership and experience matters most in in keeping a cool head when you're in the tournament. So I think that Florida does kind of go as Kerry Blackshear goes. I think that it's going to be important to Blackshear and to the team that he is able to attempt to go as much as possible in the SEC tournament game and, of course, NCAA tournament game. I think in the SEC tournament game, like I said, even if he's going to start and play 20 minutes, that'll be such a confidence boost for Florida. And if they can get that out of him, you know, really, what more can you ask for for a guy that was unable to give it a go on his senior day so you know that he absolutely is ailing? And with the same sense, I do think guys like Omar Payne and Jason Jatobo and Dante Bassett are capable, if asked, to play 25, 30 minutes of basketball we just haven't seen it, so you're entering a critical point with a whole lot of uncertainty, and that can throw everyone off their game, from the starting point guard to guys who, Keontae Johnson, who was named All-SEC first team Tuesday, guys like he's not used to playing as much with guys like Omar Payne and Jason Jatobo and Dante. So if, if that does happen, you may see a drop-off everywhere across the board, just in things like, and I hate to use this cliché, team chemistry and just familiarity with the sets that Florida's trying to run. I mean, if 
with Kerry Blackshear not out there, the likelihood increases that Florida makes mistakes on offense or doesn't call things out on defense um, just because you're losing a veteran there. And we've seen this team already struggle with those things. So if Kerry Blackshear can't go, it, it increases the margin of error for Florida just because he's so good at directing people and where to go and and what to do. So heading into the SEC tournament, that's one of the last things you want. You want your team to be extremely familiar with what they're trying to do. You want them to have identity. And this is a team that has lacked things at times. They, they kind of had to throw the offensive playbook out in game four. And defensively, they've changed a whole lot. This is a team that really has used the zone defense a whole lot more to make up for some of those inadequacies in the interior. If they really counting on freshmen to do those things, running three different defensive sets or having multiple offensive plays and requiring a freshman to do that, like I said, just increase the likelihood that someone makes a mistake or that things aren't running as fluid. So Florida has a little bit of anxiety and a little bit of a mess on their hands heading into the SEC tournament. But it's a team that, like I said, has shown resiliency, and I would not be surprised if they came out and scored 70-plus points against their opponent on Thursday. When we come back from this last break, we'll bring you some comments from Florida coach Mike White. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. Florida basketball coach Mike White met with the media on Tuesday to discuss where his team is at heading into Nashville and what they'll have to do to lock up a bid for the NCAA tournament. And that was the first question posed to Mike on Tuesday was, has his group done enough to make the big dance? I just I, I just don't know. I, I don't I just hadn't even let myself go there, really. I, I just we want to win the next game. That's it. Uh, I don't know. I I I uh I want our guys focused on uh, attempting to win a a conference tournament championship and to do that you gotta you gotta win the first one and to do that we gotta be good today. That that's where our mindset's been. That's what we've talked about. I've I've really just left it alone. And obviously, everyone's wanting to know where things are at with Kerry Blackshear Jr. Mike White discussed the latest on his injury, what his availability could be for the SEC tournament this week, and most importantly, how he's been dealing with the ups and downs of this season. Decent news, I guess I, I can say x-ray negative, correct? I think you already put that out, Denver. Uh, it'll be a pain tolerance type deal, probably a flexibility type factor, uh, I'm assuming. Um, won't go today. I guess we'll see tomorrow, questionable Thursday. I think he's got it, if I'm not mistaken. Duke told me yesterday in some type of splint. Um, I'm, I'm sure he hasn't even attempted to grab a basketball. KJ's had a lot of adversity this year. Um, I think he's been great, great. KJ's very emotional. Um, you know, he's had, uh, he's had a couple of the technical fouls, you know, uh, as I have. Um, he's had times where he's shown frustration on the floor. Uh, whether it be offensively or uh, getting in foul trouble, defensive frustration. But in terms of staying the course and dealing with the overall big picture, he's been fantastic. He comes every day, great attitude. Everything we ask him to do, he tries to do the best of his ability. He's tried to lead. Uh, he's very vocal in practice. Um, when he gets out of character with emotion, I was open. Hey, man, I, I got to have the ball. He'll bounce right back. You know, that, that, that's on me. I, I've got to handle myself better. You know what I mean? He's, he's been a very good um, influence in that way. Um, uh, 
with regard to maturity, how he handles uh, when he's not perfect, uh, which is, you know, again, it's, it's been a good example for our young guys. Now, if Kerry Blackshear Jr. can't go this week, the Gators will have to rely on some of their other big men, as Graham Hall discussed. And here were the thoughts from Mike White on how guys like Omar Payne and Dante Bassett could fare with more opportunities in Nashville. That, that's what we have. So it's just it's going to be one of those three guys, two of those three guys, maybe all three of those guys getting opportunities on Thursday. Um, I don't know that KJ plays. I, uh, you know, we can't sit here and whine about it. Um, we didn't respond really well, especially defensively. I say that, you know, we had, we had the, the drought offensively as well. Uh, but the defensive rebounding, to me, was the biggest key down the stretch, uh, where we'll have to be a lot, a lot more sharp this week if, if he's not able to go. Those freshmen, one of those two guys, or both have to step up. Dante will get opportunity. We'll see. Now, the star of this season, Keontae Johnson, earned first-team All-SEC honors this week. And with Blackshear questionable for the SEC tournament, the onus is going to be on him to take the lead for the Gators once they get to Nashville. Here's what Mike White had to say about the season that Johnson has had and the role that he'll have to play moving forward. It's a great point that you made at the end. I'm, I'm, well, you asked, you asked the question, uh, which leads me to a, an opportunity to make the point that part of the reason that Keontae has been um, – has received the accolades that he has and he's had the good season is he plays with a really good point guard, a really good passer. And then and KJ, um, I think he he stretches that floor for you. You know, a five that can pass it, shoot it, make decisions like he can. Um, so Keontae, he, he's, he benefited from his teammates and he knows that. Um, he's had a great year, very good player, getting better and better. Uh, you guys have been asking about him for a couple months. You know, his confidence has grown. Uh, skill level's grown, his feel, you know, his tempo. Um, we've had no drama with Keontae this year, and I think that's a factor, too. He just comes to work. He hasn't had one of those days where he's just real whiny. He hasn't had one of those days where he's just real selfish and he's trying to get his in a game. Um, he hasn't had a day where he just didn't feel like working. Um, it's pretty simple. You know, he's given himself a chance to get better and better um, through maturity and consistency. Uh, his parents are great. Um, you know, they're continuously checking on him. And if he has just an average day, he's hearing about it. Um, so, you know, we always talk about uh, these guys' circles. And, and we're always challenging guys to keep your circle really healthy. And um, oftentimes, young men, especially at, at his age, freshmen, sophomores, benefit from their circle. And he's got a strong circle as well. So proud of him and his progress. That'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators on today's show. We discussed Florida basketball with Graham Hall from the Gainesville Sun, and we also brought you some comments from Mike White. On tomorrow's show, we will start our spring preview as we look at the offensive side of the ball with Coach Jay. That wraps up the latest edition of Locked on Gators. Now tell your smartphone to play the most recent episode of Locked on SEC. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow.